Well, 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 it's time again for another episode of Dr. Movie. I'm your host, Rick, sitting in my car, driving down the road, all that good stuff, because that's what I do. I do this show from my car. Uh, This is another example of watching a movie because of the artwork. This is one of those that always intrigued me as a kid. Um, It's Death Warmed Up is the name of the movie. And if you recall, because you saw the artwork when you clicked on this, I hope. Uh, But if you didn't, it's basically a surgery scene. you got a surgeon that's all decked out, right? He's got all of his gear on. He's got a scalpel, and he's hovering over a lady that's on a table. It's kind of bluish. The whole picture's kind of in blue. But the, the, the surgeon has like a skeleton face, but you only see it, you know, from the, you know, in the eyes because he's got the mask and everything on. It's one of those that I remember just seeing so much in my youth in the, in the VHS stores. Never picked it up to watch it. And because I always kind of figured it's one of those that, you know, obviously this is, it's not going to be what's on the cover, right? <laughs> so. Just always kind of gave it a pass. I expected it to be a low-budget, murder-in-a-hospital kind of movie. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, I figured it was a you know low-budget, American-made, shot-on-home-video <laughs> type flick. This is, this is actually from New Zealand, and it shot really well. And uh, I'll be honest with you. I really don't know what I just watched, but I'm kind of okay with it. Um, this, this movie has a, a lot to, to go through here in, in a weird kind of way. To give you the backstory, this is the synopsis. It says, a blonde hero saves mankind from a high-tech brain surgeon and his army of killer mutants. Yeah. Totally different than, you know, the whole... Yeah, there is a surgeon, but... The whole idea of what's on the cover, totally misleading. But it's still all right. I'll tell you, it's all right. Because if, if you want to know really what this movie feels like, take Rutger Hauer from Blade Runner, you know, with the super blonde hair. Uh, so you take an element of Blade Runner, and you take Mad Max... Uh, I'm the Road Warrior, sorry. Let's use Road Warrior, because that's kind of what these people look like that are in this movie. Which makes sense, right? Because of where we're from, for in, in a weird kind of way. Uh, so you got Blade Runner elements, because of the way the guy looks. Uh, Road Warrior, uh, a zombie flick, and maybe a Dasher reanimator. And... Uh, I already said zombie flick. Um, what else we got here? I think that's kind of it. That's that's a well-rounded visual of kind of what you what you can expect here. Uh, so it starts off with this guy. Uh, it's it's two doctors, right? One of them's this brain surgeon who's altering his. Uh, Patience, which, you know, like we haven't heard this before, right? We just covered another movie that kind of went like that. And that's probably why this one was was uh, recommended. But uh, the two doctors have it out because he's like, look, you can't do what you're doing. This is murder. Another one's like, you can't stop me. <laughs> you got one of those guys, right? He's so brilliant. He's, he's 
power hungry. Well, uh, what he does is the the son of the doctor that's telling him, no, you don't need to do this, comes in and sees them arguing. And uh, the brain surgeon sees him outside the room, and then he catches him later on and injects him with this serum. And at this point, he kind of, I don't know, brainwashes the kid to go back home and kill his parents. So that's kind of how he gets that doctor out of the way. And, and then this brain surgeon becomes like a big deal, right? And the boy gets framed for murder, gets put into an institute for years, seven years or so. And at this time, the doctor has gotten so big at what he does. It's like this groundbreaking lobotomy stuff or whatever. But he, he's like purchased... I don't know. I don't know if he's purchased an island, but he's moved his business out to this island. And it's the only way you can get any of this work done is to go to this island and have him do the work, right? Well, this the setup of this is Michael, the boy that's uh, that killed his parents, is now a little older. You know, he's uh, seven years later, and he's got himself and a girl, a girlfriend, and then they got a, a, another couple that's with them, and they're going on vacation. I guess. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing. I think that Michael's figured out that this is the island where the, the surgeon is and he's wanting to get revenge, but he drags his friends along like it's going to be this fun getaway for a while. And while they're on this uh, this ferry boat going across, uh, they kind of have a ruckus with this couple of guys that, again, look like rejects from the Road Warrior. Uh, slimy, greasy, black jacket... One of them's head's all swollen, and obviously, you know, something's happened to him. Then there's this other guy that's on the boat, too, and he kind of looks like the hunchback mixed with Frankenstein. Come to find out that the surgeon has done all this work on these people around this area, and they're just back out in civilization and should be dead, I guess. And, uh, but something's starting to go wrong, right? It's kind of like the whole uh, Dark Man thing where, well, I found a way to, you know, to cure this, but only for so many minutes. Well, this guy's obviously done all this work on these people, and then at this certain time period, something's going wrong, and their heads pretty much explode, right? So that's kind of the backstory of what's happening here is this, this doctor is taking an island, kind of like an island of Dr. Moreau kind of thing, and altering the people on this island and, I don't know, controlling them, I guess. And Michael's on the journey to come back and get revenge. And uh, there's, there's, some, there's some crazy stuff here, right? These two they get in a fight with on the ferry boat. Um, the young guys kind of get, get the best of them, and then they get off the ferry boat, and then these guys are chasing them a lot throughout the island. And it's pretty standardized stuff. And everything's going fine and well until one day that Michael decides they're going to go into this tunnel. And it ends up being the underground tunnel, almost like a military bunker that belongs to the surgeon that leads up to the main hospital. And this thing gets gets crazy. They go in there and then, like I said, this Frankenstein dude gets taken back to the doctor because something is wrong. And while he's laying there talking to the doctor, his head explodes. And 
that's kind of what's going on here, right? So the doctor's got this issue happening. His, his patients are starting to explode. and uh, But he also knows that people are trying to stop him from doing what he's doing, too. So um, while, they're, while this, these two couples are down in the bunker, uh, the Frankenstein dude, I don't know, gets hung? And they just drop him down one of the shafts, and it's right in front of the girls, and they take off running. And then all of a sudden, the two people that were chasing them in the vehicle earlier, the big slimy roadrunner, road warrior guys, roadrunner guys, um, now they're on motorcycles and chasing them through this military bunker tunnels. And again, I, I, the explanations, they're not really there. But you know what? Visually, it just makes you say, okay. Let's do it. Uh, it. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but let's just roll with it. So we get some good chases here, and then one of the bikers come by and hits one of the girls in the head, causing a lot of trauma there. Head's bleeding. So they, they finally get them out, and uh, her boyfriend, which is not the main character here, he climbs back down and sets up this thing where one of the guys is going to fall off the motorcycle and get impaled on some rhubarb. And it's like, wow. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so because of this, the other guy decides now he's got to go kill them all. And I'm like, well, you were trying to kill him to begin with. So what's the, what's the difference? <laughs> so, but now he's just extra mad. But uh, so now that that all ensues. But what he does, this this guy that's wanting revenge, even though he's trying to kill him to begin with, goes down to this area that is sealed off, big metal doors locked up, and there's even a guard in the lab coat that's sitting there in front of the door, just but in a folding chair. And uh, he's supposed to be a guard, I guess, but he's just sitting there. So the, this, this crazy guy sneaks up behind him, kills him, and opens it up and releases the berserkers. There you go. There's you another term. That's almost a night breed kind of thing, right? Or you could even go to uh, Beastmaster when they, you know, put the liquid in there and it causes them to go crazy. Same concept. They're going to let all these souped up, you know, zombie people out to go and get rid of these people. But the thing is, is, you know, they're, they're lunatics. So do they really know where they're supposed to go? Is it a mind control thing? None of it's really explained. But he decides on his own that he's going to take these zombies and go chase these people down and have them killed. I, I, I guess it kind of works that it leads to a like a little diner or whatever. And while they're at the diner, the, the guys are calling the hospital, which one of the guys is saying this is a bad idea because they're all in on it. And uh, one of the guys is calling and say, hey, look, my girlfriend's hurt real bad. We need, we need an ambulance. We need somebody to come get her. She's going to die. And, the, of course, the the uh, the person they're talking to is like, well, where are you at? We'll come down there, yada, yada, yada. While that's going on, the zombies show up. We get a lot of action going on. And then, all of a sudden, this ambulance pulls up, and they start taking care of business. Again, it's just crazy. But they, they take the couples and throw them in the back of the ambulance. And, you know, Michael says, where are you taking us? He says, I'm taking you to hell. <laughs> so, again, I don't know what's going on, but, 
you just kind of say, all right, let's just keep rolling with it. Well, they get to the hospital. You, you've got other crazy things going on. The, the, the chick that's got the brain damage is in this room with all these chemicals everywhere. One of the crazy people jumps in there and is trying to attack her, and she throws a bunch of chemicals at him till he catches on fire. But unfortunately, she catches herself on fire, and then the chemicals explode, and it just blows up the whole room. So she's out of the picture. Her boyfriend also gets knocked off. And then Michael finally finds the surgeon and kills him. Even though the doctor does the whole thing where he explains kind of everything that's going on. And then as soon as he's through explaining, then he just go ahead and, you know, kills the surgeon. And him and his girlfriend get out and they're driving away. And he's like, I, I did it. I finally did it. I avenged my, my family. And they're driving back to the the home that they were staying at while they're on vacation and when they get there it's totally destroyed there's police cars and ambulances everywhere and there's lots of dead people laying around everywhere and Michael gets out of the car walks out and he hears like electronic or electric sparks going on and a power cable is up there you know on the on the the beams and it falls down and hits him and electrocutes him and kills him. And then his girlfriend just takes off running, screaming, and it goes off. It's almost like a Fulci type ending where you're just like, what? This guy went through all this just to stand there knowing that he's hearing this electrical thing happening and just lets it fall and it just strikes him, electrocutes him, burns him to a crisp. And that's the end of the movie. So, even as ridiculous as that is, I still kind of like this movie. A uh, little, little slow-paced at times. I love the fact of this, this surgeon. They show him like opening this skull, and they use the same footage a couple of times. But I love the fact that when he opens the skull, the brain is like pulsating like it's a heart. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I don't, I don't think your brain does that. I may be wrong, but I don't think it's throbbing, right? I mean, it may feel like it at times when you got a headache or something, but so there, there's some there's some strange things in here. Uh, there's enough gore to keep you satisfied. Story's got some definite loopholes in it. Matter of fact, it's got some craters in it. But uh, you know, it's okay. Uh, I'm gonna say out of uh, out of five, I'm gonna give this a three. I liked it. Uh, it's weak in a lot of places, but it was definitely not what I expected at all. And anytime you throw a zombie in there, I'm kind of on board. So, um, there you go. That's my take on this one. Check it out for yourself. Let me know what you think. And uh, that's pretty much it for this one. Folks, hope you enjoyed this episode. We will check you later.